Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Since 1993, Copenhagen Modern Furniture has showcased Austin's largest collection of fine contemporary furniture and accessories. Now at Copenhagen, get up to $1,500 credit to be used towards additional stressless seating or save $500 off a signature base recliner and ottoman. For more ways to save, shop online at copenhagenliving.com or visit our showroom on Breaker Lane. Copenhagen Modern Furniture, Austin's premier destination for everything contemporary. Welcome to I Love You So Much, a podcast about the people, places, and things we love about Austin. Our podcast is from the feature staff at the Austin American Statesman, and we're sponsored by Copenhagen Furniture. I'm Statesman food writer Addie Broyles, and this week we're talking about ham sandwiches, Frito pie, ding-dongs, and the softest scoops of mashed potatoes. No matter if you brought your own lunch or ate from the school cafeteria, the back-to-school season brings up all kinds of food memories. And over the past few weeks, I've asked more than a dozen Austinites what they remember about school food. Through these conversations with statesman staffers and supporters of the Lone Star Paralysis Foundation, we learned that school food is about so much more than square pizza. Okay, Carol Hensberger with Quality Seafood. And what is your back-to-school memory? My favorite back-to-school memory is getting ready to go to school, getting my lunch money from my mom, and not waiting to go to the lunchroom so that I could buy eight ice cream sandwiches with my lunch money. And I would sit and eat all eight of them instead of anything healthy for me. And I love school because of ice cream sandwiches. I love ice cream sandwiches. I could eat eight a day. And I was a little bitty tiny thing, and you would never know it. And I would just eat them every day. I still, and tomorrow is National Ice Cream Sandwich Day, so I can hardly wait to eat them all day tomorrow. I'm going to have one for breakfast. (laughs) I'm Kirsten. Back to school lunches or food in general is always very hit or miss, so... There's certain meals that I know I always looked forward to, but there's some that I know I wanted to avoid. So it kind of taught me how to plan ahead. So I would like, if I could figure out, like get in with the lunch ladies, like what was going to be coming up the next few days, then I would bring my own stuff. But otherwise I would get down on what I liked. So I don't know if you remember those little, they were fries. They were like little potatoes with smiley faces cut out in them. Those were the best. And then I liked the burgers for the most part, but I hated how they heated them up under the heat lamps and they had pickles on them. So the hot pickles, that has ruined a lot of burgers for me is because of hot pickles. So I, it, it kind of defines some of my tastes in some ways, school food. <laughs> I'm Eileen Flynn and I am the editor of the Westlake Picayune and Lake Travis View. I remember being a kid, um, sometimes I could buy my lunch for 65 cents and sometimes I would have lunch made for me by 
usually by my dad. And when dad made lunch, he was always interested in making sure it was healthy. So it was a lot of tuna fish sandwiches and apple and Eve apple juice, which compared to my friend's high C and Hawaiian punch always felt a little cruel. Um, but I survived. Uh, I still got cavities. It didn't prevent me from from rotting my teeth out somehow. But uh, but it was that app that that sad little Apple and Eve juice box in my in my lunchbox that always brings back some dark memories. Sometimes though, when I would get to buy lunch, uh, what I what I really admired and which could never be replicated at home was the perfect scoop of mashed potatoes. It held together beautifully, kind of glistening on the on the tray. And I, I always loved stabbing my fork into it for the first time and taking that luscious bite. I'm Eric Webb. I'm the Austin 360 editor. And sometime in middle school, when I was reading my Austin American Statesman at my grandma's house every Sunday, I would go through the coupons just to see if there were any good deals, you know, normal junior high kid stuff. And I noticed that Jeff had a new brand of apple cinnamon peanut butter, and I got very excited. So I clipped the coupon out. I think this was right before like school was about to start for one of the years. And uh, I tried it, and I liked it so much that it's the only peanut butter I would eat for at least a year. And I had a peanut butter sandwich every day with that Jif apple cinnamon and peanut butter. And I don't think they make it anymore, but if they did, I would probably eat it, but not every day. I'm Cedric Golden, sports columnist at the Statesman. I'm from Tyler, Texas. My earliest school food memories were or elementary school, one through six, best fish sticks ever. And I don't even know if I've eaten fish sticks since then, but I loved them then. And there were two things that that cafeteria brought to the table, good fish sticks and good pizza. And the pizza was like square pizza. And this is way before Little Caesars came out with that square pizza or had the square pizza and the, the flavor was great. And this is and, and this was before Domino's. My parents never ordered takeout pizza. So I got pizza at school and it was the only pizza I was used to was that Totino's frozen pizza, which I hated because the or pizza was better. And hamburger and meatloaf day was always good too. But my mom always cooked more nutritious meals except for no broccoli. But I but when you think about school it was pizza and those great fish sticks. Um, can I get your name? Steven. Anytime pizza was an option, it was basically it was basically that. And the awkward thing people will tell you about school pizza is that there's two very definitive types. There's like the one that they very clearly made and the one that they very clearly bought from somewhere else. And um Regardless, when you're a kid, it's it's kind of a stupid nature of kids that they you know like oh I want chicken fingers I want pizza it's just like a stupid like simple things that you already know and are comfortable and so yeah I probably had pizza three to five times a week as a child and um, it was n- almost never good and you continue to eat it I think because it's comfortable. I'm Danny Davis. I'm a sports reporter with the Statesman and grew up in Billings, Montana. Probably a place a lot of you don't know, but uh, you know, growing up, 
my mom always packed us lunches, and so it was a treat when we actually got to eat in the cafeteria. And so my thing was always make sure that my mom lets me get a lunch on square pizza day. And you know, looking back on it, the square pizza was probably disgusting, probably was not good for me, had no nutritional value, but it was it was the cool thing. It was pizza, even though it wasn't good. And I know whatever sandwich my mom would, my mom would make me or whatever leftovers we get was probably better. But square pizza was pizza, and so I always have fond memories of that disgusting piece of pasta whatever pasta sauce cheese that they probably was 10 years old that they found in the back and whatever cardboard they threw it on but it was pizza and to this day I, 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 I eat better pizza now but that was always my first love was that square pizza from the lunchroom my name is Jeff Cook my memory of school or just lunches when I grew up in elementary school, even high school, is we always brought our lunch in a brown bag. However, on Thursdays was pizza day, and that pizza was amazing. I liken it to what Testino's pizza is today. It's a little triangle, not a triangle, but a, a rectangle, and it was just absolutely delicious. So that's my memory. It's a very fond memory, and I love it. It had pepperoni and cheese. Um, yeah, the pepperoni or sausage was like little cubes. It wasn't the big pepperoni, you know, round pieces. But it was uh, it was amazing. And I always look forward to that. Oh, and another one was on sub day. Sub day, I think, was Wednesdays. Thursday was pizza day. And that was the only time my parents would give us a dollar. I'm older. So it, a dollar would get you a milk and, and, uh, and lunch. But... Those were the two days that I would opt, not every week though, to eat lunch at the cafeteria. Yeah, this is Brian Davis here at the Statesman. Uh, I'm a sports reporter here. Uh, grew up in Forney, right outside Dallas. And let me tell you about the our lunches that we had. Okay, we had hamburgers every day. Okay, you could have a hamburger every day, all right, if you liked eating cardboard. I would highly recommend it. No amount of processed cheese, government cheese, no amount of packaged ketchup or mustard could change the fact it was packaged cardboard. Although, you know, 10th grade B. Davis, he really liked that, right? There's no doubt about that. And if you didn't want that, we had a thing called Mexican pizza, which was in the shape of a hexagon. And the only thing that made it different than regular pizza was it had uh, a different kind of cheese on it than that. But this is about hamburgers. Hamburgers are the best I really should own Stock and Waterburger. I was told they have chicken there. I thought that was a blasphemous comment until I went and saw it for myself. But lo and behold, they do. But I am a double meat, extra bacon and cheese uh, savant when it comes to sniffing out the best of the best of the best. And now I hear they have hamburgers made out of plants now, which to me is like the is like is like this circular thing, right? That's that's not good. Ground beef, real meat, real hamburgers, that's America. Can you you tell your name? Yeah, I'm Randy. So I went to Shiner High School, where they make Shiner Bach. It's a really small town, but on Tuesdays, we'd always have hamburgers and hot dogs. Like, it was always alternating. So we were always excited, because every other day of the week, everybody was, like, grown. But every Tuesday, people would be, like, running, pushing each other down to (laughs) hamburgers or hot dogs. And that was, like, the highlight of our week. (laughs) That's just my favorite lunch memory. Which was your favorite? Definitely hamburgers. Did you put anything else? Oh, well, I'm a pickle girl. You gotta have pickles on your hamburger or it's just not real 
and then mayo. What up? But they, I mean, we weren't really fancy, but it worked. You know, a hamburger is a hamburger. <laughs> My name is Fish. I'm an audio producer at Austin 360 Radio. I am from New Hampshire, and one of my fondest high school food memories, specifically lunch, was the chicken sandwich. Same chicken sandwich every single day, loaded with barbecue sauce, bag of chips, and, this is telling my age, a Crystal Pepsi. If you remember the clear Pepsi... That was my go-to drink. And if it wasn't a good day for chicken sandwiches, it was a taco salad day. The lump of meat with the lettuce and the tomatoes and your chips with the hot sauce. My name is Olivia Guerra O'Neill and I'm from Austin, Texas. Growing up, I always got the same lunch packed. And I'm gonna tell you what that is first because it's terrible. My mom was like a vegan before vegan was a vegan, but not really. And so it was this rice bread that would crumble when you bit into it with home ground peanut butter, which is as dusty as you would think. And she gave me a sorbitol hard candy as my treat with lunch. And I don't know if you're familiar with what sorbitol does to your body. It leaves right away. And that was my childhood. However, on special days, I got to have school lunch. And I vividly remember a gray hot dog in a white bun. And I was not allowed to have white bread. And then there were like the sauteed green beans on the side. And it was so delicious compared to my dusty sandwich. The hot dog and then spaghetti day. I'd always beg to do spaghetti day. Spaghetti with like a greasy piece of garlic bread. You know, stuff you couldn't get away with now. And I wasn't allowed to have milk because I was allergic to milk. So, you know, water is like kind of like a prison lunch. But it was still amazing. I'm Amy Edwards from Austin 360 Radio, and one of my back-to-school food memories is in middle school, coming home every day after school, uh, turning on the TV and watching Scooby-Doo every single day, and raiding the pantry. My mom would buy ding-dongs. I could I could eat, like, the whole box. I know, it's so gross. And um, I would eat ding-dongs, and I would she would buy a bag of Lay's sour cream and onion so good. I would just pick out on chips. I would snack my head off. I'm a snacker. So, yeah, that's one of my food memories. Did you ruin dinner? No, I can still eat dinner. <laughs> I can always still eat. <laughs> I can snack all day and still eat a meal. Luce Miranda Lizana, a reporter for the Lake Travis U and Westlake Picayune. Um, so yeah, so when I was a kid, my mom would pack our lunches. I have two other siblings, a sister and a brother younger than me. Um, and she would make our favorite sandwiches, whether it was peanut butter and jelly or ham and cheese, turkey and cheese. And um, her thing was that, you know, she would she would kind of get hungry while she was making these sandwiches in the evening. And so she would take a bite of each of our sandwiches and it was called a love bite. And so we would get to school and there would be a love bite in my sandwich. <laughs> and she would put some chips on the side and some cookies and she'd be like, have a good day. My nieces start school um, next week and she has promised to repeat this tradition for my for her for the grandkids, for my nieces and nephews, yeah.
My name is Chandler Hopeful, uh, one of the audio producers over at Austin 360 Radio. And every single morning I can remember for my feed memory, uh, I would toast a bagel in the morning, put some peanut butter on it, and then kind of let it cool. And by lunchtime, um, we would have it as like a cold peanut butter sandwich. Uh, I don't know, just a weird New Hampshire thing we used to do growing up. On top of that, we'd kind of mix in some goldfish or some Cheez-Its and complement it with a nice uh, chocolate milk beverage for lunch. My name is Joe Eifler. I'm with Tipsy Texan here in Austin, Texas. And uh, I remember bologna sandwiches, always on wheat bread, with mayo, um, a lot. And I still won't eat bologna to this day. I, I can't. I mean... Maybe it's a really, really, really amazing gourmet bologna sandwich, but mm-mm, not touching it. I'm Jack Gilmore, Jack Allen's Kitchen. So my food memory going to school was white bread, bean dip, and fried bologna, and then a little crunchiness from some crushed up Fritos. You get a separate bag of the Fritos and a little bean dip and all that, and you say, hey, what am I going to do with this? It's, you know, put it together. And back then, you didn't buy it. You just ate what you got. And when I got that, I was really happy. Oh, don't forget to take that little red wax paper off. I'm Rick Cantu. I'm a sports writer with the Austin American Statesman. And my memories of lunchtime were whatever my mother put in the lunchbox. I say for 12 years, I must have eaten peanut butter and jelly a thousand times. When I was lucky, I got a turkey sandwich or maybe a ham sandwich. But on Thursdays, I was lucky enough at WJC Trap Elementary School in Rialto, California to have chili burgers. Chili burgers was like the thing. It was like a sloppy joe. I don't know why they call it chili burgers, but chili burgers it is. But those were the good old days. And when I went to high school, I still got a lunch that I got from home. But as a side dish, I would get French fries from the counter at Torrejon High School in Madrid, Spain. And between the French fries and the sack lunch, that was heaven on earth. And what's your name? Callie. So I went to school in a small town in Southeast Texas, and it didn't take us much to get riled up. And so we would have Taco Boat Tuesday, which is my favorite. And it was like a flat taco shell. It looked like a boat. And they packed it with like crap cheese and whatever. But it was like my favorite. Like taco boat. What's a taco boat? I would love it. So that's one of my fondest memories probably. David Allen. My favorite uh, meal from the school cafeteria was the beef and cheese enchiladas. And they had like the sheet pan cornbread and the pinto beans. And I would get that anytime that was on the menu. and But I would not eat them like the way an adult eats enchiladas. Like we eat some enchilada and then a spoonful of beans. And some I combined all of the things. <laughs> like I would chop up the enchiladas, crumble the cornbread, and mix the beans into one big like enchilada cornbread bean uh, mush. $1.35, Austin High School Cafeteria. But then, then we discovered open campus lunch because in those days everybody... Uh, could walk off campus, so mostly we walked to Thundercloud on Lake Austin Boulevard, and that's where we had lunch. My name is Adrian Moreno. When I was in school in El Paso, 
at the high school, they had a section that they called it the snack bar. And they had option between chicken sandwiches, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, uh, sub sandwich, and flautas. And the flautas were the best. Like everybody would run to that. And literally, the first, I guess, maybe 50 people when it was, they ran out all the time. Yeah, it, it got so bad. I had a friend, I don't know if I, I want to say this, but he would get it because everyone would steal each other's food. He would spit on his food to keep people from stealing it. That's how bad it got. <laughs> It was good though. There was the, I mean, not his spit, but the food was good. <laughs> That's our show. Thanks for listening, and thanks to our sponsor, Copenhagen Furniture. Check out the Austin 360 Instagram and Facebook for more about life in Austin. And talk to us on Twitter at LoveAustin360. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps other people find our show. I Love You So Much, the Austin 360 podcast, is a production of the feature staff at the Austin American Statesman. This episode was produced by Alyssa Vidales. Our theme music is from the local band Hardproof, which you should definitely check out at hardproofmusic.com. You can find everything you'd ever want to know about this show and its contributors at austin360.com slash loveaustin360. And if you want to pitch us an idea for the show or give us feedback, shoot us a note at loveaustin360 at statesman.com. We couldn't do this show without you, dear listeners, and we can't thank you enough for lending us your ears, your comments, and your mini bags of Doritos. Until next week, we'll see you standing in line for the salad bar at your kid's elementary school. Since 1993, Copenhagen Modern Furniture has showcased Austin's largest collection of fine contemporary furniture and accessories. Now at Copenhagen, get up to $1,500 credit to be used towards additional stressless seating or save $500 off a signature base recliner and ottoman. For more ways to save, shop online at copenhagenliving.com or visit our showroom on Breaker Lane. Copenhagen Modern Furniture, Austin's premier destination for everything contemporary. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.